The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, been waiting all week for this. It's our official Fantasy Football Today Super Bowl preview. Adam Azer, Dave Richard, Heath Cummings. I'm back in the host chair. Thank you to Jamie Eisenberg for crushing it on Radio Row all week, hosting on CBS Sports HQ. Thank you to all of you for listening to those episodes. We're going to drop some interviews next week. It's going to be really fun. Some stuff that we got this week with like Dak Prescott and Derrick Henry. Uh, so that'll be coming up next week. But we want to talk about Super Bowl 54, or Dave, as they call it down here. Special event 54. <laughs> Special event, I guess due to some copyright stuff. We don't know if it's that or just somebody for the Florida Department of Transportation just putting a random generic sign up. You know those those electronic signs that are on the highway that tell you when there's a lane blocked ahead or how long traffic is going to be? Well, the signs in South Florida say special event traffic, expect delays. Special event. But it's not Super Bowl traffic. It's special event traffic. <laughs> so right. we, we have redubbed it special event 54. Well, the Chiefs are now one and a half point favorites in special event 54. What is the over-under? I see 53.5 on FanDuel Sportsbook. And Heath, as a Chiefs fan, how are you feeling right now? It's Friday afternoon. It's it's Super Bowl time, you know? I spent last night at a brewery with Gardner Minshew. I mean, the night before, I was having steak and an old-fashioned with Brian McFadden. I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're going to win? Uh, the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, uh, I Listen. Could they lose this game? 100%. Either team could win. But if Patrick Mahomes plays like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid doesn't coach scared, then I think the Chiefs probably win by two scores. Okay, so let's start with this. What does this stat mean to you? This year, the Chiefs have actually given up fewer points, barely, regular season, than the 49ers. And the 49ers scored more points than the Chiefs. People look at this and go, oh, classic offense versus defense matchup. But the 49ers had the second best offense in the NFL, and the Chiefs somehow gave up fewer points per game than the 49ers. I know that we don't think that the Chiefs, that the Niners have a better offense and the Chiefs had a better defense here. But what does that stat mean to you? It doesn't mean a whole lot to me. It's just the sum of the parts of their seasons. I, I still believe that the 49ers have the better defense, but the Chiefs' defense isn't bad either. How about this? The 49ers have more sacks than the Chiefs. How many more sacks do you think they have? Two. Like three? Three is the right answer. Yeah. It's close. You think about the Chiefs, and, and you don't think about 
uh, a dominant defensive line, you think, all right, they have a good defensive line. They've got good players, but they've actually they, turned out stats that come close to this gigantic 49ers unit where their front four has been pulverizing quarterbacks for the past three months. I did enjoy you saying gigantic 49ers unit, but um, I think <laughs> that the Chiefs defense, the thing that maybe we haven't talked about enough is the fact that they have not had the front that they currently have or will have for the Super Bowl for very much of the season. In fact, I'm not sure they've had them all 100% at the same time. I'm talking about Frank Clark, Chris Jones, and Terrell Suggs. Those three with the Honey Badger behind them, it's not really that hard to believe they might have a great defense. Similarly, the Chiefs' offensive line was a bit of a weakness at the beginning of the year. They dealt with some injuries, uh, and they've turned over a little bit, but for the most part, they've been healthy and consistent, and the last four or five weeks, from what I've been reading, have really taken off. So you've got two good offensive lines and two good defensive lines and two really good teams. I think I, and I think Dave, I speak for you, I don't know about you, Heath, was surprised that it's one point that it opened as a one point, you know, Chiefs ah, line. I was surprised because to me, if we were making the line, you know, I think it'd be more like three to four. We talked about yeah. this during the week. We just didn't do it on air. But I thought that when the line came out, it was almost like they're trying to beg you to take Kansas City because I think they could have gotten away with Kansas City minus three, maybe even minus four, and the general public would have bet that. I talked about it with Kenny White, who's known as the Wizard of Odds. You'll hear him on on all of our gambling podcasts, and you'll see him on Sportsline on CBS Sports HQ. Kenny assured me that it's not a trap line. There aren't trap lines anymore. It's just the byproduct of what the books predicted combined with what sharp bettors bet when the line first came out. Okay. And this is just the end result. So I think everybody, and, and we asked a lot of people on Radio Row what they think, the, how the game's going to go. And the majority of them said, I'm expecting a close game. So am I. So I think that the short line makes sense and... It's real. It should be a really fun game with a lot of really interesting plays in it. So let's start with picks and then talk about what we think. Instead of saving the picks and you know, what we think is going to happen, let's talk about. We'll talk DFS. We'll talk about props. So my official pick was a low-scoring game, twenty-four fourteen Chiefs. I feel like it's going to be a very close game for about three quarters, and the Chiefs will pull ahead. The more I looked into the numbers, there's one thing that keeps getting to me, and that's like every quarterback. You know, looking from a fantasy standpoint, fantasy points allowed. Basically, every good quarterback that the Chiefs have faced this year has done well. Not necessarily great, but I can't find one good quarterback that hasn't scored 20 fantasy points. The only one I think would be Phillip Rivers, and you you have to, you know, how valid is that? I guess my question would be, where are we cutting off good quarterback, and where does Jimmy Garoppolo fit on that spectrum? So that's a great question. So here, here are the quarterbacks. Uh, let's see. You got to give me a second. Sorry to find it, but but yeah, it's to me it's going to come down to Garoppolo and how is he going to play? And and even though the more I've looked at the numbers, the more it seems I feel like that favors the Niners the way I interpret the numbers anyway. But I just I just think Patrick Mahomes is such a difference maker that I'm not even going to get too cute. I just think Mahomes is going to win the game. Did Deshaun Watson in the first round of the playoffs would he have qualified? Oh yeah. Okay, so here's what I have. Lamar Jackson scored 20 fantasy points. That was back in like week three or four. You know, not a great game for him. Stafford, 28. Deshaun Watson, 31. Aaron Rodgers, 32. These are six point per passing touchdown leagues. Kirk Cousins, 26. Ryan Tannehill, 22. Watson scored 36 points in that game. He had a late rushing touchdown. He had a huge game uh, in the playoffs. And then Tannehill again, 21 fantasy points. So 
I haven't found one good quarterback who's done well, who's done poorly in terms of fantasy points. I don't know what that means for this game, but that that made me a little more hesitant with my pick because I guess what I'm saying is and if Garoppolo is good, Tom Brady's not a did good not count him. Did not count. So him. we're saying Garoppolo is better than Brady or Rivers. I mean, currently from a like, I don't, I don't think so at all. Let's say the passing offenses, the passing offense of the Niners can be better than the Chargers and the Patriots. But both of those quarterbacks had better statistics this year than Jimmy Garoppolo passing. No, not on a not on an efficiency basis. Sure. That's, that's what true. I'm saying. So if he has to throw the ball, maybe he can have success. I would say that is generally a pretty good correlation between having that type of efficiency and not throwing the ball very much. Yeah, and that's why I said this on HQ this week. This is going to be a game where we find out more about Jimmy Garoppolo, unless they're so good and they can run the ball for 200 yards and he doesn't have to throw. But I suspect he will have to throw, Dave. And I suspect we don't know that much about Jimmy Garoppolo, and this is going to be a huge stage with 100 million people (laughs) making an opinion about Garoppolo. But we've seen Garoppolo when he's had to throw before. There were games within the last two months of the regular season against the Saints, the Falcons, the Rams. He attempted at least 27 passes. And he, he put up good to great numbers in those games. I, I think, I know the 49ers trust him to do it, and I think he'll be given the opportunity to do it as well. I don't mind thinking about Garoppolo as a staple of DFS lineups this week because I think he can reach that. It's not 20 points in a regular fantasy league, so maybe you dial it back to 16 in a, in a DFS setting because it's only four points for a passing touchdown. But I think he can get you at least that much, and I think he will have to throw. And I would look for uh, 25 attempts, 30 attempts, somewhere in that range. So I said 24-14. I'll just wrap up my thoughts. Chiefs win 24-14. They pull away late. I will say, quite honestly, I really don't have a good feel for it. There's some. You know, I would not bet this game. I don't know who's going to win. I think it's a very good matchup. I'm, I can't wait. Um, I'm happy that I have no rooting interest. It's not like I... You know, like when the Patriots are in, I kind of want the Patriots to lose. When the Eagles played the Patriots, I was miserable. I'm just looking forward to watching a game, but I don't really have a great sense of what's going to happen, so don't pay too much attention. The one thing I'm most confident in from a fantasy standpoint is that the t- both tight ends are going to have big games. Sure. So that's my breakdown. Um, I, I just trust Mahomes to get it done, and I think that the 49ers' pass defense is not quite as good as we perceive it, and the Chiefs will expose that. And Dave, give me your take on that. I, I think they'll get tested for sure, and I think they're just focused on trying to contain as best as they can and not have the mindset of, we're going to shut them down for four quarters. I, I think they're realistic that they're going to have to give up some plays, but hopeful and optimistic that their offense will get some big plays against the Chiefs' defense. And I think it's going to happen. And I think when it comes to the fourth quarter, I think that the 49ers' defense, their front four, or if they decide to blitz and, and dare play a little man, against uh against the Kansas City offense, I think they'll succeed. I think the 49ers win this game. And uh I'm I think it'll be a high scoring game, close to what that total is. I've got it 27-24, San Francisco, great game, uh Garoppolo MVP. Oh yeah, uh take Mahomes MVP. The Chiefs no, Kelsey MVP. have yeah. played four playoff games with Patrick Mahomes. They've scored 31, 31 51, 35 in those four games. Mahomes has thrown 11 touchdowns and zero interceptions, and he's thrown for 300 yards per game. Yeah, that's it's why just, it's incredible. That's why I don't want to get too like deep into my analysis. It's just I'm just trusting Mahomes. Toughest defense he's faced in those four games: the Patriots, which were a good defense, but I world, don't world champion even. I sure, I guess that's fair to say. 
Um, I, I think this is Titans, a tougher defense. I think it's a better defense than that. The Titans were a top six defense this year? Statistically, they were, but I think their pass rush wasn't dominant. No, I mean, like, listen, like I, I feel like, like the 49ers just have one of the very best pass rushes. So what do you think happens? I think the Chiefs will score 31. Wow. Yeah. And, it's uh, going to be hard for the Niners if that's the case. I think the Niners score 20. And uh, the Chiefs win, not quite going away, but I just, if the 49ers get a two-score lead, I don't really find it that hard to imagine Patrick Mahomes bringing them back. Like, he's done it back-to-back. I back completely weeks. agree. If the Chiefs get a two-score lead, I think it might be over. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure it would be over, but I'd obviously be a lot more trustworthy in Mahomes coming back from two scores down than Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, I went through all of the games in which the 49ers couldn't really run the ball that well and what happened in those games. And because, just because they couldn't run, um, it didn't mean they lost, right? So if you're you're looking at a scenario where they fall behind and they maybe can't run as much, or if the Chiefs run defense, which has been excellent, I think 3.9 yards per carry to running backs in their last six, and they did a great job against Derrick Henry, let's say they do really well against the Niners— I mean, they can still win, but with a common theme in those games that they did win, usually their defense did its job, you know? So if it, if it comes down to Garoppolo, it just, I don't think we're going to have that much faith in him. But And the, the run game of the 49ers against the run defense of the Chiefs is going to be very interesting because the 49ers were second in the NFL at 144 rushing yards per game. Third were the Titans at 139, and the Titans were actually a half a yard better on a per carry basis than the 49ers, and they just really couldn't run the ball last week. Yeah, and and not only that, right, Derrick Henry, he runs through the Patriots, and their defense had been playing so well against the run. He runs through the Ravens, and their defense had been even better than the Patriots. I thought he was going to run through the Chiefs, and he was pretty good in the first half, but then they really put the clamps down. He had, what, 3.6 yards per carry or something, which was was shocking to see. Chris Jones is playing at a great level. Um, do you think the Niners will be able to run the ball? And from a DFS standpoint, do you like any of the Niners running backs? No. I don't either. I can't. I, I guess if I had to pick one, it would be Tevin Coleman, and it would only be on DraftKings because his price is like 3600 less there than it is on FanDuel. It's pretty ridiculous. But Mostert's price is inflated after the game he just had. Brita, I don't think you can trust because he's just not – as as involved as he had been previously and Coleman is just not cost efficient and he's going to play Kyle Shannon said he's good to go for the game but I would not want to try any of those running backs in my DFS lineup okay so I think Spagnolo is a real x factor here what an interesting career he's had he's been at the highs and the lows not just as a head coach the lows but as a coordinator and it's how good of a coordinator is he? I don't know. Uh, but one thing he's got on this team that he had with the Giants when he won the Super Bowl was great pass rushers. If they can get to Mahomes, it could, could change the game. Garoppolo. What's that? If, if they can get, get to Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah. If they get if they to get Mahomes, to it better be practice and they better not touch it. If him. they can get to Garoppolo, it would change the game. And, you know, uh, again, it's just a really two great offensive minds. So how does Spagnolo match up against uh, – Kyle Shanahan, I think that's a really interesting angle of it, too. I wonder if there's enough film. There is. The answer to this question is yes. There's enough film on Spagnuolo and what he's done and how he's been creative with his pass rush for Kyle Shanahan to prepare his offensive line and to prepare Garoppolo, too. And Kittle. Kittle's a big blocker as part of their scheme. Let's talk about FanDuel and DraftKings here and some prop bets. 
Who do you guys like? Heath, who do you, who do you like this week? Uh, weird, weird, weird week, but I'm going to say Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah. That's a weird, weird, weird answer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm talking about how many points the Chiefs are going to score, and then I say the fullback for the 49ers is my, my favorite. But just in terms of he is almost zero on DraftKings. I think he's $1,200. Um, he's one of the, a group of $6,000 players on FanDuel. And for the props, I, last I saw, he was plus 300 to have one carry. Um, I don't know. Dave, do you have the uh, Kyle Juszczyk any touchdown? I can look it up if, yeah, if, it was, you really it wanted, pretty, if you really want to know. It was like 3,000 or something. Yeah. 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 And then it, over under for receiving yards was 10.5 receiving yards. This team loves him and views him as like an X factor because of what he does. And I just, I have a gut feeling, I guess, that they have prepared a couple of plays, maybe even a trick play, that, to highlight him. He's probably going to run a wheel route. I'm having trouble finding his price, Heath. Can you spell his last name for me? Uh, I could not <laughs> this morning. It's been a while, so I think I, I could I could take another shot at it. All right, Let's Kyle use shit. Let's start with the J, uh-huh. and then there's a U, and I think there's an S, and then I think there's a C, then I think there's a Z, then a Y, then a K. You're short one Z. Yeah, you. I learned I learned how to spell his name six years ago. He was at the Senior Bowl when I went in 2013, and that's when I learned to spell his name. Oh, I've I've known many times how to spell his name, but I today J U S. Z C Z Y K. One. It's two, the traditional three, spelling of Juice Jack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he doesn't have a touch in the playoffs, so he doesn't have a touch in the playoffs. I, I think he's more likely to get a catch than a carry. To he be has a catch in eight of twelve regular season games. Yeah, there is one game where he had seven catches. All right, forget that though. Let, let, like, who's who are some players that you know? And you have to play different players. You have to have that guy who randomly scores a touchdown, like Kyle Juszczyk. But who should we build our lineups around? I would start with the tight ends, and this is probably more for cash games than tournaments because the the way that this is going to go for tournaments is you're going to need to be just so off the wall with your lineup. You're going to have so much conviction in in high risk, high upside guys. But I think it's just I think it's a safe way to start with the tight ends, both sites, Fanduel yeah. and DraftKings. We all have both tight ends in our lineups, right? I mean, I just think it's a smart way to play it. If, if and it's good matchups for them, it really it's especially a good matchup for. Kittle. Kittle, right? It's Kansas City that's allowed a touchdown to a tight end in three straight games. Three straight games. That includes yeah. the playoffs. And I, I just don't think San Francisco had been number one against tight ends for about 10 weeks, and then they hadn't faced anyone. And then it started with Jacob Hollister. I don't remember all the names off the top of my head. Tyler Higby had a huge game against them. Uh, they struggled against good tight ends. Hooper which, had a touchdown. Hooper dropped, dropped a touchdown. Dropped or called back. Right. Yeah, so um, I think I think... And they allowed a touchdown to the Packers. If you think Garoppolo is going to throw, Kittle's going to have to have a good game. Sure. So, yeah, we like them. Kelsey is my. Uh, if you had to pick on one Draft of them, Kings and my Kelsey. I agree, Kelsey. Yeah, I agree. Kelsey's my MVP on Fanduel and my captain on DraftKings. Uh, Heath, who are some other guys? Do you like the quarterbacks? Do you like Damian Williams? He's going to be. He's interesting. That's my captain on both sides. Is Damian Williams? I kind and again another gut feeling. I think the Chiefs are going to come out and uh, quote establish the run. Then how do you think? Because you you're talking about Andy Reid screwing up. That would be a big mistake. No, I don't think they're going to run the ball 35 times in the game. I think the first drive of the game. They may come out with the surprise, maybe even a little bit of hurry up and just run it and run it and run it. And then it's going to be the Patrick Mahomes show. But I do think when they throw the ball, and Pete Prisco talked about this on Radio Row for like three days, um, the Chargers, the way they slowed down the 
Chiefs defense was with that cover three and with clogging up the middle. And what the Chiefs' response to that was dumping the ball off to the running backs. And so I would expect several targets for Damian Williams as well. That would also help Kelsey, wouldn't it? Because Kelsey wouldn't be running 15-plus yards downfield. He'd be a shorter area target for Mahomes to dink to. Let me, he would dunk to Damian. I, I think that that's probably the way the 49ers are going to go after him, and they can afford to do that. That's a zone defense type of move because they've got four great pass rushers at all times. I just really like the 49ers' run defense. They've done a great job against some great running backs, and they give up the fewest receiving yards to running backs. Uh, you look, James Conner had 14 yards. Nick Chubb, before Kareem Hunt, he had one catch for 12 yards. McCaffrey had four catches for 38 yards, which is not bad, but for McCaffrey, yeah. it's terrible. Kenyon Drake had a nice game. He had four for 52. But then the second meeting, he had six catches for 13 yards. Uh, Jamal Williams had a decent game, seven catches for 35 yards. But you'll notice the yards per catch is so low. Kamara had four catches for 18 yards in that shootout. He had four catches for 18 yards. Devontae Freeman, the only thing he was good for all year was catches, two for 16 Todd Gurley did not have a catch. Travis Homer, five catches for 30 yards. Not a very good average. Aaron Jones, five catches, 27 yards, and a touchdown. Did you say what Dalvin Cook did? No, nothing, right? Six catches, eight yards. Oh, wow. So uh, There's something there, but there's also— There will be catches. We'll see. But they are so—this is their strength. They are the best against pass-catching running backs, and that's with having played Kamara— McCaffrey. I mean, it's uh, Aaron Jones and the Packers get the Devontae Freeman, Dalvin Cook. These guys are all good in the passing game, Mm -hmm. and nobody did it better than uh, the 49ers. I also think that Damian Williams will be a very popular play in DFS for the reasons that we, not for the reasons you just said, Adam, but for the reasons that we talked about where San Francisco is going to try and take away the deep ball from Kansas City and have all those check downs underneath to, to Damian Williams. I, I'll, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth here. I think that it's legit. I think Damian Williams could have five, six catches in the game. He could have as many as 50 receiving yards in the game. But I think he will be one of the most popular plays in DFS that I don't want to put him in my lineup. And since I'm expecting a higher scoring game, I'm going to go with other positions, tight ends and quarterbacks, basically, ahead of Damian Williams. And the, the run defense is mystifying to me. Who's? Niners? San because they good. have given up like big numbers and for the year i think they're at four and a half yards per carry allowed now yeah. against running backs maybe slightly better um, i see some of that 4. Was qu- some of that was quarter quarterback 4.1 against running backs. that includes the playoffs even that christian mccaffrey game where he only caught four passes for 38 yards he ran 14 times for 117 yards yeah you Ken- know what quan alexander Ken- was playing Kenyon drake had a monster game his first yes, game against did. them i don't know if quan alexander was playing in that game though i think that may have been without it, him. aaron jones averaged 4.7 yards per carry against him like it's it's a good run defense, though. But I don't think it's a great run defense, or they wouldn't be giving up four and a half. Like, YPC 4.1 to running backs, though. That's not good. That's right it's, at average. Yeah, it's fine. Right. It's average. Uh, I'd like to know what it was with, with and without Alexander, but that's fair. But, um, yeah, uh, but Damian Williams himself, that's the other thing I wanted to say about him. He hasn't really run the ball that well. He's broken off a couple of really big runs, but, like, his, his like in the playoffs, three point nine yards per carry, two point six yards per carry, and I think in our minds we think he's playing so well, but he's doing a lot of it by scoring and by catching passes. So I mean, the, the Chiefs really haven't had a great run game this year, and he's only had three games. Granted, he hasn't played in every game this year, but only three games with more than thirteen carries in the yeah. game, and usually that happens because they're blowing somebody out and they're trying to just squeeze the clock in the fourth quarter. I, yeah, I don't know if we answered this question, Heath. 
I know we talked about it from a DFS standpoint, but just finally, do you think Raheem Mostert or Tevin Coleman will run the ball well against the Chiefs? I would guess one of them will end up with a good average. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. One of them will probably break a run at some point. I think on the whole, it will be a, an, a below average performance for that run offense. Okay. They will not run the ball as well as they have for the season. Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, Sammy Watkins, Manuel Sanders, go. I had no <laughs> wide receivers in my first lineup that I put together. Um, I don't really love the value on a lot of them. Like Tyreek Hill is okay on FanDuel. I don't like him at all on DraftKings. The 49ers Agreed. wide receivers, like I don't I think they're going to throw passes, but I expect most of them to go to Kittle, and I think there will be some dump offs because pass catching running backs have had some success against the Chiefs. Um, so I don't like the 49ers wide receivers very much. I'll play some Kendrick Bourne on DraftKings because he's so much cheaper than everybody else. Sammy Watkins might be my favorite wide receiver in the game, and that's just terrifying. That's why I'm not playing very many wide receivers. Why is he your favorite receiver in the game when he's been so disappointing for much of the year? He has been better in his last two games than Tyreek Hill has been in any game since he suffered his most recent well, injury. Well, on a yards basis, a yards, yeah. But like his his defensive back fell down against the Texans, right? And he took advantage of that. Um, Watkins, yeah, I mean, and he's considerably cheaper. Right, right. He, he Look, he was amazing last game. Seven catches on 10 targets, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Before that, he had two catches for 76 yards on two targets. And he had not scored. That was against the Texans in the divisional game. He had not scored before the AFC Championship game since week one. Um, so, yeah, you got to be contrarian this week. Uh, Heath, even if it weren't against your religion, would you play a kicker this week in FanDuel or DraftKings? Do they have him in DraftKings? Um, yes. Yeah. I- I, they do, yeah. They do, yes, they do. I don't really want to play a kicker. They're good though. I mean, I, they'll I, get you ten points. They shouldn't, like, and they probably will. It's going to drive me crazy if Andy Reid kicks a field goal on a fourth and less than five. Like, I will be throwing things in my house <laughs> He's got a great if he kicker. kicks a field goal on a fourth and less than five because you should just go score touchdowns. You've got Patrick Mahomes. No. Wow, what um, an arrogant attitude that is! No, it's, it's take bad. the points. Like, it's math. Take the points. It's math. Don't don't take three, three is better than zero. Do you want to really risk giving them the ball back if it's fourth and five on on their thirty five and you've got a good kicker who can hit a fifty two yard their thirty five is a fifty two yard field goal. He might be sixty forty from fifty plus. Like that's that's a that's a difficult kick for any kicker, including good kickers. I think it's an eighteen yard difference now. Can they back it up? It depends on the kicker. I depends think. on the kicker. Right. Okay. Oh no, that's not true. Oh, maybe they did back it up. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. So, <laughs> the tangent. All right. So he's not gonna play the kickers. Uh, favorite props, and we'll wrap things up. My favorite. I've got four, and one of them I found on. Um, I guess we should say just a non-sanctioned Nevada site. Let's just call it that. Uh, Raheem Mostert under 95 and a half total yards. I think he'll be good. It's good. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to get to 100 total yards or even close to that in the game, especially with Tevin Coleman playing. Uh, there's another prop that you can find in Las Vegas under 17 and a half rush attempts for Raheem Mostert, and you're paying a dollar ten to win a dollar. He never gets that. He, Tevin Coleman's going to have to basically have very little role. I think. I think that's an easy one to to collect cash on. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Gold more fantasy not fantasy points. Robbie Gold more points than Harrison Bucker. That's at even money. Uh, and then 49ers, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win a close game. You can take the 49ers to win by one to four points, and it's five to one if it happens. Nice, nice. So I, I kind of like that when you win five bucks for every buck you bet. Heath? 
I gave the use, use check ones. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I still didn't find the odds. I believe Damian Williams' catch total is still at two and a half or three. I would take the over on either of those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take the under on just about any Raheem Mostert prop that you can find. I like Damian Williams under 50 and a half rushing yards. He has gone over that number in four of his last five games, but I think he will go under that number here. Uh, 50 and a half, Damian Williams rushing. Travis Kelsey is has 75 and a half receiving yards. George Kittle, 73 and a half. I'll take the over for both of them. And in each case, the Chiefs have only allowed more than 73 and a half yards to a tight end once. The Niners have allowed more than 75 and a half yards to a tight end once. And I'm still taking the over because I think that these two uh, tight ends have the best matchup. So I like Damian Williams under rushing yards and Kelsey and Kittle over receiving. I found a couple other fun ones that I like. All right. um, number of players to have a pass attempt over <laughs> under is two and a half. Oh, I'll take, I'll take the, the over. I'll take the over at one yeah. plus 140, so you All get right. a little bit of value on that. Um, first player to throw an intercept. Who, who throws the first interception? I mean, it's got to be heavily. Jimmy Garoppolo is minus 170. Yeah. I don't think that's enough juice on that. I think it should mm-hmm. be probably minus 200. Yeah. Like Patrick Mahomes has never thrown a playoff interception. Is that right? Probably never true. will. Wow. Yeah, he probably will. Probably never will. <laughs> one, okay. I, I got one more question. All right, wrap this, it up. Here this doesn't go. have to do with props or betting. But it does have to do with fantasy. You can draft who? It's not you could draft. Who would be the first player you would draft off of both of these teams Kittle. in twenty twenty? Kittle, Kelsey, Kelsey. I don't know why I said Kittle. <laughs> why did I say Kittle? It's Kelsey. Yeah. What about Mahomes? No. You're going to go to the tight end he's before. The, he's the third. Yeah, he's the Who's third. The, right. So rank. You've got Kelsey. Would it be Kittle or Tyreek next or Damian Williams? He's the. Yeah. It, that was a joke. I don't think you're going to take Damian Williams. Tyreek Hill. Mm. Kelsey, Kittle, Hill? Or or do I go Hill first? I don't know. I'll take Hill in non-PPR. I'll take Kelsey PPR. Total Chiefs rush yards. What do you think the total Chiefs rush yards over under is that at? 71. 84. 88 and a half. Oh boy! So you guys would both man. I understand. Yeah, it's 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 Mahomes is the X factor. Well, there. yeah. Is he going to have and a big Tyreke long run? Or Mikkel, which oh, yeah, that's a good point. One yeah. carry from them. Yeah. Yeah, I annoying. would guess the Chiefs averaged more than eighty-eight yards per game, but Forty ers rushing yards one thirty-six and a half. That seems. I don't know. I, I mean, think that seems too high. I don't think they're going to get that because I think they're going to have to throw. I would take the under. All right, Chiefs anyway. averaged one hundred and twenty-eight point two rushing yards. Oh, that's allowed. Not on offense. My bad. Give me one second. I'll give you the answer. All right. We're going to wrap things up here. Dave's going to look up this final stat. Uh, Heath and I like the Chiefs. Dave likes the San Francisco 49ers. Heath, and this is not a joke, thinks this is going to be one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows we've ever seen with Shakira and J-Lo. Yes. 98.1 rushing yards per game for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not playing that problem. Enjoy the game, everybody. We'll be back on Monday with a Super Bowl recap. For Dave, for Heath, I'm Adam. Na 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 na. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.